All right, you might need the WhatsApp voice note numbers again because, yeah, he is joining us in just a second. I'll tell you who. Uh, I wanted to acknowledge a couple of tweets uh, as we chat about um, uh, the women's game. Uh, that was Wandi Nemtana on Twitter saying that Banyana are the most successful national soccer team in Mzanzi. Coach Tanzre uh, bonds very well with the team, uh, well, because of time spent with them. She's been consistently driving the team to promised land of success through her dynamic philosophy and is understood by her team. Kenneth, as well, says, uh, Good evening. It will also like to welcome Desiree Anair. Banyana Banyana doesn't disappoint, hence why they call them the queens of Southern Africa. All the best to them uh, to do well in their upcoming games. So uh, plenty, plenty, plenty to chat about. But right now, though, Remember when Farouk Kadodia decided to rope in Ennis Middendorp? Uh, he knew that very, very few coaches could get this Maritzburg United side out of the sticky situation uh, that they found themselves in. Sticky because when you're down at the bottom, you tend to stick around for a while. And the truth is that they were facing relegation squarely in the eye. Although it was still pretty much early days to make a definite call, like I always say, with the 16-team league, hey, it's a unique thing where you can win just three games and still have a shot of survival. I think it's a, it's a pretty, pretty unique thing. Uh, but we're not there for now. I mean, they hadn't even won a single game since March last year when he came in. Uh, but who else than a man who actually knows this club inside out, a man who had been at the club, um, I think about three times before. And some might even go as far as saying that he's their go-to man. Something goes wrong, go to him if he's available. Something goes wrong, go to him. And he's done a pretty decent job. You will rate it. I can't sit here and rate it. You will breathe life into that statement kind of got them back into the winner's column early on uh, they kept what they just had a couple of draws i think in some of the games I and mean, they didn't go through another slump like they did earlier this year but have now pretty much gone unbeaten in their last five with three wins and two draws now, that is a level of consistency if you look at the past five games. And their last win, their last win ended a lot of things for a lot of people. It was that 5-1 win over Chipper United, uh, being their best in the league. Uh, let's chat to the man himself to just get a sense of how he's kind of managed to steer them from troubled waters at least for now, and we haven't had, I don't even think he's been speaking much to media ever since he got back uh, to the country, ever since he got back to coaching in the Premier Soccer League, and that is Ernest Middendorp, uh, the Maritzburg United coach. Thank you for your time. Good evening and welcome. Yeah, good evening, Rob. Uh, thank you. The turnaround, if we cut straight to the chase... I mentioned the last five games. What would you say has contributed to those kind of results you've got? Yeah, it's, uh, 
Definitely not an unusual uh, if you are long enough in this business and uh, you're not only a technocrat. Um, I think the practical side is show you very often if a new coach uh, comes in. Uh, you have two, three games uh, where each and everybody tried to express, impress, to do a little bit more. And then at a certain time, uh, they go back to uh, habits uh, which has been there before. Um, I'm too long in this business as I have not expected it. Uh, it was about uh, really looking into a status quo, what you find, what are the tools around in the beginning of December after the team uh, lost the first six games, not picking up one point, zero points was the account. Um, we had our relaunching of uh, the structure, relaunching of uh, really uh, providing a setup uh, with the end, uh, the last game on the 12th of February, uh, losing at home against TTM. Um, that was definitely a situation where we said, okay, now it's time uh, to do uh, stuff to put something in place. Um, and good, uh, we did. Uh, we changed the uh, some um, setups, uh, we changed uh, the training routines, uh, we changed the uh, personnel, uh, we released players, uh, we brought some players uh, who have been in a second or third line up, not being part of the team uh, into the front. And uh, yeah, beginning the second half of the season, uh, playing now five games, uh, so far in the moment we know we picked up the points, what we had to do to come into a position where uh, we start consistent uh, moving into the right direction, make progress, distancing ourselves from the rock bottom and, of course, from the position 15-2. Um, but on the other side, uh, it's always very important to stay humble. Uh, knowing exactly there are still for us 10 games to go. Uh, the majority of the teams in the bottom half have played already 22. We played 20 games. Uh, we have two games more to have a chance to pick up more points and uh, to improve the position where we are in in the moment. But as I said, stay humble, knowing exactly how the games uh, have been played. And uh, just to take this 5-1, in the end it could have been a 7-4 or 6-3 that would have been probably a realistic uh, uh, reflection of the game. There were chances on Shipper's side, there were chances on our side in addition, and uh, good. We were definitely clinical uh, in this game and uh, picked up the three points plus, did uh, something for our goal difference. And talking about that, I mean, the 5-1 the, the was a clear-cut uh, dominance in terms of game. You, I mean, you had Tears Galaxy where you kept a clean sheet, and that would have been a positive thing for the team. And then came those two draws when you played against uh, uh, Kaiser Chiefs, your former team, and you played against Bloemfontein Celtic. Mm. It was 1-1. And I think the one thing that really stood out for me in, in your game against uh, Kaiser Chiefs was your early goal from Kutumela, uh, who seems to be scoring every game, which is positive, and he gets a national team call-up. Um, but then it was conceding. Um, you know, in the critical stage of the game, uh, two minutes before the end of the match. What would you attribute that to? Did the guys kind of let their guard down, thinking that the job was done? What was it? No, it's, I think it's, uh, uh, if you see the games, uh, we start very clear structure at home away, uh, our gaming galaxy uh, away. 
uh, our game at home against Chiefs, uh, even our cup game against Pirates, uh, um, all played in the near past. Uh, we start uh, with a high intensity. Our engagement line is uh, quite high. Uh, the second uh, pressing line is uh, very clear connected. Uh, uh, meaning uh, there's a lot of intensity in, there's a lot of uh, work, there's a lot of uh, uh, aggressive uh, high-intensity runs. And at a certain point, uh, weeks ago, we were probably not able uh, to go more than uh, 45 or 50 minutes. In the moment, I think uh, probably we are capable of uh, uh, providing uh, 80% uh, intensity, what's necessary if you want to be successful. And uh, it's a progress. Uh, simple, easy, when I say, okay, certain players like Sanisa, Slongwana, our front guy, 20 years old, uh, Rias Ismail played a lot of games uh, for us in the centre-back position, 20 years old. Uh, Bandine Shandu is so far back. Uh, just to name some players who haven't been really in uh, the past uh, months uh, part of the first 11 and that means the match fitness of certain players uh, probably haven't been uh, there as it should be. In addition, of course, you bring in a new goalkeeper, uh, Marcel Engelhardt, um, who came into this country totally uh, unknown, totally not really uh, unknown, uh, only from the entire soccer industry, uh, also from their own team, from their own defense line and I think uh, you develop the connection. You are capable of uh, with every game and with every week uh, during the training session you get better and you make progress. So understanding the communication, the tactical uh, picture is, is on another level and uh, good. Uh, if you see uh, Chiefs, of course, we, we played here, conceded uh, in the final minutes but uh, we had a crossbar shot uh, some minutes before. We had some two or three other possibilities in in addition, uh, it's a normal way that you start uh, at that time in this game. Probably we didn't pay ourselves. We should have paid ourselves with the second goal in the first half, what would have been possible. And then you're coming a little bit uh, into a situation to manage a game uh, going to the end and going into the second half. And uh, good, this team has still um, a character of a nice uh, bunch of young players, uh, new players. Uh, we still have players coming back from the injury. We we still have players coming from outside. Changase uh, is back from injury. Uh, we have from outside uh, Dusan Stevic, our right fullback, haven't been used uh, till now at all. Came a little bit injured. Uh, used this time uh, to adapt uh, to the environment. Uh, so meaning um, there is uh, definitely something what we build up. I know it's it's a little bit uh, uh, when we start changing uh, in February, uh, releasing even players like Keegan Buchanan. Um, releasing Rusen de Roig, uh, releasing the goalkeeper uh, number one from Zambia, Sebastian, uh, releasing Sanoka, who is now first choice in TS Galaxy, uh, meaning uh, December, the lineup, if you go through the first 11 and the lineup now, there's a difference of uh, seven up to eight players in the new starting lineup. And if you do something like this during the season, uh, yeah, then I can tell you if a little bit uh, uh, you are in the industry uh, working as a coach or managing a team, uh, that's definitely totally unusual. But uh, we had a discussion with our management, with the ownership, uh, with the technical team. 
team over there. And uh, uh, good, we had to decide. Uh, we did it uh, with a very clear, structured concept. And uh, so far in the moment, uh, I think we are on the right track. But we are aware about it. We need a number of points uh, still uh, in the remaining 10 games. You talk about remaining 10 games. I, I, I get worried about how you then manage your squad, coach, and, and, and being a tactician of your caliber. I look at your game against Chipper. That was on the 3rd of April. You, yeah. I mean, you are out of the Nedbank Cup, so there's no further participation in a knockout game or a knockout fixture. But that mm-hmm. aside, yes, there would have been a FIFA week, um, but still... Being being a team that played on the 3rd of April, and if I am not mistaken, your next game now will be on the 23rd of mm-hmm. April against mm-hmm. Barocca. So, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a long, long time in professional football to be inactive professionally in an official game. On one side, uh, you're totally right. Uh, on the other side, when you uh, put uh, a change of structure, a change of uh, uh, training routines, and you periodize uh, your movement forward, um, then sometimes you welcome this uh, time where you can, through training sessions, uh, put the effort into place, uh, make sure uh, that you get each and everybody on track. And um, since the beginning of the second half of the season knowing that there will be a, a really, really uh, tough uh, project uh, middle of April till the end of May with uh, playing 10 games uh, uh, knowing this uh, and I always said uh, during the past uh, two months, it's very, very crucial to have the second line up uh, fully fit uh, and that's what we do. We, we know we have a, a setup of uh, which players we are using Using or we have used in the near past, uh, but uh, we played games. We played games against uh, under-23 national team. Uh, we played uh, against the NFD teams. We played uh, internal test matches all the time with different uh, aspects, with different intentions uh, to come close to the ball in play uh, minutes uh, at any time. And for me, very, very crucial is exactly to provide uh, really then uh, the substance uh, uh, if we play every three days uh, starting probably in the middle of uh, or end of April to the end of uh, May. Uh, But on the other side, I'm always talking uh, to the team, to the players nearly every second day. Let's be prepared. Uh, I know uh, it could be happen that in the next three, four days there will be a change uh, on the PSL side and all of a sudden what's possible uh, that we get a team Uh, to play uh, earlier than we had expected. I know we have to accept uh, um, that the international business uh, asking for our attention, for the attention uh, of the entire PSL, but of course uh, from uh, Sundowns uh, to Orlando Pirates and to Kaiser Chiefs, uh, by the way, congratulations uh, that they took the qualification uh, in the end of the last season, very serious and uh, made it happen to to go into the final eight. I'm very proud of it too, and uh, congratulations. That uh, should not be forgotten. I think it's very important that teams uh, representing uh, uh, South Africa, the PSL, on the continent. Um, good. We work on it uh, to have not only 12 players available. We are work on it that everybody uh, out of the 24 players uh, giving us uh, adequate performance in the right time when it's necessary. 
All right, Ennis Middendorp, it's, it's almost like you were on cue. It, it, it helps to have worked on television uh, before because it's just gone <laughs> top of the hour. I'm going to ask you to take um, a little bit of a mini break. We have to go into news. Uh, chatting to Ennis Middendorp, plenty of voice notes. I can tell you that, Coach. Uh, people asking all sorts of questions. It will be an interesting conversation again uh, after we've hit the news. But I know the newsroom is heavily stacked uh, with Orlando Pirate supporters. In fact, this is the third Pirates supporter that we know in the newsroom. Here is Zolega Kotash. Wednesday nights are soccer nights. It's time for the kickoff on Radio 2000 and simulcast on Metro FM. Hi, Robert. I would like uh, to um, ask uh, one question to Coach Ernst Middendorp. Uh, the release of Sidoka Bukenen and uh, the Zambian goalkeeper. Has it got anything to do with uh, a three-hour meeting that we heard of that took place at, in one of the training uh, training grounds or in one of the dressing rooms uh, where he lambasted the players for poor performance resulting in Sunoka, Bukenen and the Zambian number one goalkeeper who came to be released? Uh, I will just to find out, want to find out from the coach. Uchiko uh, Mdeni. Good evening, Rob, and to the coach. I just want to ask the coach what is the reason why uh, Kick and Buchanan was released by the team? Okay. Evening, Mr. Marawi. It's Pershon Dusanj from Divan. Wow. Coach Enes is doing all the best. It's just a matter of the players to buy into his, his philosophy the way he wants them to play. It's all that. All the best to them. Hope they avoid relegation because that team is needed in the PSL. Marisbeck loves that team. Big up to your show. Hi, Rob. Um, this is Andrew from Rodipot. Rob, I've always been saying that NS Mindendop is a brilliant, quality, highly tactical coach. He just needs to be given time with the teams. And uh, it's actually quite an injustice that, um, uh, you know, he has to, I mean, I'm sorry, with due respect to Maurice Beck. Um, for me, uh, Ernest, uh, he's a top five uh, coach in terms of the clubs that he needs to be looking after or, or coaching. He just needs time. And uh, I mean, if you understand the, the, the food, if you understand football and tactics, man, this guy, he's a genius. And I'm very happy that he's given time with Maurice Beck. And now we can see where the issue was at Chiefs. Uh, the issue was not Ernst, uh, and it's not Gavin. So Chiefs need to look deeper, and I think the fans now are eating humble pie. Andrew from Rodiport. Hi, hi, Ernest. Good evening, coach. Yeah, it's time by Yeah, hey, you know, coach, hey, since you left our team, hey, things are never the, the same. We are losing left and right. We miss you, man. We made a mistake by firing you. Uh, the current coach is failing, failing, failing. Thank you, coach. All the best. That Maris back. Uh, evening, Rob. Um, evening, uh, coach uh, Ernest. Um, um, I just want to, to find out from the coach. Um, this thing of him going back and forth, going to, especially Maris back United, because he goes there. He, rescue, he rescues them from, from, from relegation and then he coaches them for a couple of months 
and then things go sour and then they part ways with uh, with with, with Maritzburg United and then when they are in trouble then he comes back again why does he keep on going back there does he think that now is it being is the team professional enough for them to release him and then recall him to come and assist them when they are in trouble why i, I just don't get this um, this thinking of coaches going to teams where they know that now they are going to save them and then once things uh, start going sour or start going once the team start uh, not performing for some peculiar reasons that we don't know because now one time at one at one time you find that the team is doing very well and then all of a sudden the wheels just come off and then they release the coach and then if management truly believes in a coach you know i don't think that they should really uh, uh, relieve the coach when the team is not doing well and then because they do believe that now they do believe that the coach is, uh, has the potential to take the team elsewhere so if they keep on releasing the coach and then recall him it, 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 it's not a pretty picture to be honest on our football as well as the coach as well as the club you know because it seems that there's an element of um and professionalism and then coach uh, Ernest has uh, one of the highest qualified coaches uh, he coached in the Bundesliga so you know for him to be you know this yo-yo with him and and Maritzburg why is he why is he doing that why does he allow the team to keep on doing this to him is it because maybe he needs money or is it because of the love of the team or the love of the game I just need an answer on that one thank you Good evening, Rob. Good evening to Coach Middendorp. Uh, it's Jack from Pretoria. I would just like to greet the coach there in studio. And uh, I'd just like to say, Coach, I love your work. I'm a fan of your work. I appreciate you. And uh, I hope and I wish you all the best in, in the future. And I wish you all the best with your current team, although it keeps on giving us, giving us a huge headache. I'm a Kaiser Chiefs fan, but otherwise, love Coach Medendorp, and uh, I wish him all the best. May you be blessed beyond measure, Coach. Evening, Marawa, and uh, one of my favorite coaches in South Africa. Uh, and, uh, we are, he's one of the most underrated coaches in South Africa, but the style of play, the discipline that he brings in the team, that man has done wonders with that Marisbeck team. You could see even when he got there, yes, they were losing some games when he started to come back. You could see how he was getting his things right, you know. There were so many games that they almost had it. And, uh, you know, as a Pirate fan, you know, he was doing wonders at Chiefs. As much as, you know, until the last game, whereby he lost the, uh, the league, but the man was doing wonders. With the type of the players that I had, he, he did wonders. And I strongly believe that one day he will still get another chance to coach even one of the big teams again in South Africa, or even the national team for that matter. That man knows how to manage a team. Not just to coach, but to manage a team. The way that he comments, his comments after the game, the way that he analyzes the game, even when he goes to studio when he's not uh, coaching, you can hear when you analyze the game, that man is very much knowledgeable. I take my hat off and I wish him all the best with my respect. Thank you. 
All right, plenty of uh, comments that are currently coming through. Do send as many as you can, I know, on social media as well. Uh, plenty of questions uh, to Coach Ennis Middendorp, who uh, is our guest. A big thanks there to Zolega Kotashe uh, for the news at the top of the hour. I could hear you laughing at a lot of those uh, questions. Uh, Coach, uh, what's going through your mind? Yeah, it was, um, it was a very interesting uh, comments here and there. Uh, thank you very much. I think uh, um, a lot of uh, comments uh, were really uh, nailing the, the reality. Uh, one stuff I must say, uh, I'm not uh, to clarify. Uh, with Maritzburg United, uh, there were always different reasons. I'm here now the first time. Uh, for example, in 2016, after the team... Uh, uh, stayed in the league uh, it was the last game playing against Cosmos and make it happen on the last match day um, and then to build uh, starting the season to build it uh, uh, in a new structure uh, and then in November 2016 it was my decision in the end of the day it was my decision for different reasons uh, to leave uh, Maritzburg United uh, I was aware about it uh, the team is uh, firm the team is structured enough uh, and I left uh, to go for two years to Bangkok uh, to be involved in the technical team over there. Uh, in 2013 uh, or 14 uh, was another time uh, I made the decision uh, to go to Bloemfontein Celtic um, for different reasons. Uh, I asked the team uh, to release uh, me at that time. They did. Uh, so it's a little bit of a, of a different story. It's not always uh, firing and uh, then coming back. We always uh, kept uh, a very uh, clear, structured relationship uh, between myself and uh, the ownership of uh, Maritzburg United and the management with Quinton Jetto, uh, who is now there for decades. Meanwhile, um, you know, bridges, I think that's really very crucial for people to understand. Um, Sorry, Coach, I'm just going to quickly ask you to turn around. Um, I, I, I can smell there's some great food that is smelling, and I think just face the direction of where that lovely supper um, aroma is coming from because we are losing you on the line uh, so that we can get a, a much clearer line. We want to hear every single word that you're saying. You were about to explain the second portion of it. There's nothing on the, the oven. In- okay, let's, t- let, let, let's break away quickly with the promo. Let's uh, try and get a, a clearer line here uh, with Coach Ennis Middendorp. By the promo, we play voice notes, whichever one uh, comes first. But we're chatting to Coach Ennis Middendorp. We'll try and clear the airwaves. In conversation with uh, Marsberg United coach Ennis Middendorp, it's been a fascinating one, an eye-opener of some sort, as he does respond to a lot of your voice notes and questions uh, that have been coming through. He's explained why um, he has come back and gone to Marsberg United. Um, and, yeah, I, I think let's uh, quickly pick up on uh, on that conversation that we were having. All right, it looks like he has, and we're going to be dialing him up again. Uh, but plenty of those, um, I think, uh, yeah, there were so many tweets, man, that are coming through. <laughs> the minute you line one up um, and it refreshes and they disappear. And uh, one did Tana again uh, pops back onto our timeline, says uh, the Marinsburg United chairman, Farouk Kadodia, uh, was on MSW and he spoke about uh, the club's ambition uh, to improve from previous disappointments. Uh, but the team languishing at the bottom 
um, fight for relegation, faces very tough games ahead, and they will put coach Ernest Middendorp uh, to a great, great test indeed. I mean, you talk about uh, how it is uh, that they're going to be finishing off the season. I can safely tell you uh, that they do have, uh, you know, yeah, tough opposition, as you can imagine, as they go into the run in here, the final 10 games, uh, they play against Baraka, like we said, on the 23rd um, of April. Then it's Stellenbosch away. Uh, they play at home to Swallows. And another home game again, <laughs> KZN Derby against Golden Arrows. And you look at the ambitious Arrows and how well they've been doing. It's a resurgent Cape Town City away in Cape Town, Supersport United. And they wrap it up. Yeah, with the game we're all looking forward to, a KZN derby against the high-flying Amazulu. So, I mean, those will get reaction from Coach Anders Middendorp in a second. Let's try if his line is much, much better uh, this time around. Uh, Coach, I think you were just wrapping up the summation okay. of you coming and going. Okay. Yeah, sorry uh, for not having a clear line. I hope it's better now. We'll cross our fingers. It sounds, it sounds better, yeah. Yeah, good. Um, I'm not really sure <laughs> where uh, the answers uh, are expected, but um, good, of mm-hmm. course. I, I think you can imagine uh, uh, I'm doing this uh, job on the professional side 28 years uh, consistently. Uh, I think it's not very often that you are consistently under contract. Uh, I like this job on the field, uh, to work with players, young, old, um, very skillful, less skillful, uh, produce uh, um, a team uh, which... Uh, picking up the points, and um, good. This is uh, definitely something uh, to mention it first. Secondly, uh, if you do a job on the professional side, 28 years on a Bundesliga level, uh, in the Chinese Super League, in the Iran Super League, uh, going to Asia, and uh, have worked uh, in uh, South Africa, Kazakhstan, etc., uh, it's not all about money in the end of the day anymore. It's just uh, what you, uh, where you have your passion, what you love, uh, you do. As long as you uh, are capable and uh, are up to date in terms of the development of the structure, what the team, the soccer industry is in terms of uh, GPS, in terms of uh, Instat, in terms of other tools uh, around the team. And if you can do it, uh, uh, why not? What's the problem? You don't have to stop just because you are 61 or 62. Uh, that's, that's very clear. And um, I think actually, um, to make it very clear, it's not only the coach, the players, uh, and uh, the communication with the technical team, with the coach, uh, that has to work out. Uh, to go to the first question, I think um, you can imagine if a team is not doing well, um, that there will be internally a discussion, that there are some uh, issues around uh, its normal it's all over. It's not only in, in, in Maritzburg United, in each and every team. Uh, when you're not uh, performing as a team, you don't get the points. Uh, you start uh, going a little bit, uh, digging a little bit deeper, looking uh, what's the reason for it probably at a certain time that the, the chemistry of the team is not uh, the best. And then you have to make decisions. Uh, in case of Kikin Buchanan, he's a fantastic player. He should play in, in Sundowns. He should play in uh, Chiefs. He should play in Pirates. There's no doubt about it. Uh, his abilities, uh, I brought him, by the way, into the PSL uh, in uh, coming from uh, uh, NFD team uh, at that time to Bloemfontein Celtic. I know him very well. And uh, in this time, it just didn't work. It, it, it's the chemistry, the play, the way how he wants to act, how he wants to play uh, was not... Uh, um, 
the right way uh, if you are sitting deep on the bottom uh, of the table. And then you have to make a decision in terms of who's in the ROIC. Uh, uh, I think uh, the chairman, Farouk Kadodia, explained it. Uh, there are uh, certain needs. Uh, um, you have to balance the budget. You have to balance uh, the financial side of a club. Uh, and then you have uh, something on the table. You have to say, okay, you do it, yes or not. And uh, I said it several times already before. It was in full agreement with uh, my position and the management to say, okay, uh, the player wants to go. The player has a huge chance to play uh, in future national team. He plays uh, a Champions League and now already. So that is uh, always a different reason. And uh, that meeting sometimes uh, with teams uh, lasting a little bit longer, <laughs> I can tell you, mm. it's not only in a dressing room. It's uh, in meeting rooms. It's uh, inside the stadium. Uh, it's in, in offices uh, and so on, and it has to be done. You can't close your eyes only, but uh, that's, that's what happened. There's no doubt about it, and uh, then you have to clarify the air. And uh, my way, uh, working with the team, working inside the club, uh, is very clear. But, uh, I'm, I bring stuff uh, to the point, uh, the status quo. I identify. I'm not uh, uh, hiding it. Uh, it comes straight away to the players. It comes straight away to the team. It comes straight away into uh, whoever needs uh, a very clarified uh, opinion. And uh, good, that's sometimes painful, sometimes not so easy to take, but uh, um, we find out who is able to take it and then we make decision and, and find a way uh, to get the team into the right direction. Mm. And, and I know that um, and you've touched on it, uh, but I remember when Chico asked the question and, and he grouped all of those players, whether it was Sinoka or, or Buchanan, and, and the Buchanan one keeps coming up and up and up because there was a strong feeling that he had turned his game around, that he was becoming and gotten to be a better player uh, as well. And, and he was actually speculating about a so-called meeting that was held either in the, in the, in the change rooms or a training ground uh, that would have put paid uh, to their careers. How would you respond to that, though, Coach? No, I think it's it's not my turn uh, to uh, internally about uh, certain aspects. Uh, um, there were all different reasons. I said uh, Sebastian, uh, goalkeeper, uh, there were different reasons uh, to release him. There were different reasons to Borisio Sanoka. Uh, and I'm very happy both uh, found a new club, both uh, uh, enjoying the new environment, uh, playing uh, in the starting 11. Uh, and as I said, uh, you have to, to know which way you want to play. And uh, at that time, uh, in our double six, uh, uh, where we uh, positioned uh, Buchanan and uh, one or two other players, it didn't work. It didn't work as uh, it should work, uh, with my understanding, uh, to put stuff in place. And um, good. Then we said, okay, good. Uh, the player, uh, whoever it is, uh, is prepared uh, to go the way how it should be, uh, to be uh, successful and to stay in the league. And if it is not the case, uh, yeah. Uh, make a decision. Don't don't close your eyes. And uh, as I said, this is uh, sometimes painful, but I can only repeat. Uh, I know that uh, Kigen Buchanan will be uh, in one of the top three, four teams uh, next season and, and being uh, mainly in the starting eleven. That's the case. What, what's your comment with all of these individuals who are listeners, who are a big part of the show, whether it's on social media or what you heard, you know, just saying that they miss you at Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. Um, 
you know, sometimes the value uh, of a coach or of uh, somebody has uh, uh, brought uh, a certain direction of success uh, is coming out uh, sometimes later uh, when you left the team, when you left the club. And I think uh, this is quite obvious uh, to say so. And, uh, yeah, I think actually uh, that's the comment uh, I want to give. Uh, I can't say any uh, additional, uh, discuss any additional aspects. Uh, I left the team uh, I was uh, released, uh, or I was let go, I was terminated, I was fired, uh, despite qualification, uh, the team for the Champions League. Uh, I think this is definitely something uh, what has to be mentioned. I think it's not uh, a bad uh, result uh, for a team which has finished uh, a season before in position nine and uh, not really made huge investments in terms of bringing a bunch of uh, players uh, into the team. I think uh, I always uh, took it uh, facing the facts and um, I never, and I think more and more, uh, I never let uh, other people make a definition about my value, about my knowledge, about my uh, doing, uh, handling teams, Managing teams, uh, I think that's very, very crucial. I can tell you just uh, probably a final word uh, sure. uh, to bring a little bit of different perspective uh, into into uh, re. Uh, signing a coach. Uh, I was uh, brought back in 2003 from Ghana uh, from Asante Kotoko uh, to the Bundesliga club FC Augsburg and uh, I asked uh, the German uh, Mr. Seinz, I never forget this, who was the owner of a huge multi-multi-million uh, kick uh, and other companies uh, in Germany and I said, uh, why are you bringing me back uh, to Germany? I'm out here now for two years and he said one uh, parameter uh, in the entire industry, it doesn't matter if it's soccer or if it is a food industry, if a main manager released, were released or were fired, and a club, uh, at that time it was Arminia Bielefeld, bring the same manager uh, back, that is a huge, huge compliment and showing that uh, the, the management uh, knows exactly the value of this man. And uh, I think this is something uh, what we have to discuss. If Kaiser Chiefs brings me back at a certain time, what they did uh, uh, is a compliment. Uh, shows that the value of my work in the first uh, two years uh, was probably appreciated uh, with a lot uh, number of other coaches they had inside uh, the team and I think look into it uh, probably there is a little bit of truth inside that uh, something rehiring is not a bad stuff rehiring is probably a compliment for the coach Jeez, Coach, I mean, such a refreshing conversation. Um, and I know that they, there's so much to learn every time we chat to you. And I want to thank you very, very much indeed for uh, just opening up yourself and, and, and possibly granting uh, one of the first few interviews since your return. You've, you've been uh, just going about your work. I know there's a gazillion of the questions we could have thrown your way, uh, but I hope we do find time pretty soon uh, to share your knowledge and to also just talk about uh, ways and techniques of coaching in the modern era. I thank you so much, and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much, Robert, and uh, of course, uh, greetings to the huge crowd and the huge millions uh, worldwide of your supporters of your show. I think that's very important to mention it too.
Thank you so much indeed. Very humbled. Uh, that is coach of Maritzburg United, their coach, Ernest Middendorp, uh, granting us his time and full value of the conversation. Thank you for your participation as well as we wrap things up here on Marawa Sports Worldwide. It is rumbling in the background. It's a reality. It's a reality that people don't miss. They pause because these days you can pause live television. They pause their soapies and they listen to a maquette. Imagine back in those days, you couldn't even pause anything. The only thing you could pause was on VHS once you've recorded it. These days you pause live action. Hey, my dad. I'm a soapy. Why? Because I'm a kettler in town. Good evening. Good evening to you, Mr. Justice.